Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Give me the Hanes and I'll tell <laughs> Fruit of the Loom to pound salt. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with never mentioning Fruit of the Loom ever again. I'm Hanes girl for forevermore. Hello, Miss Jessica. Hello, Elsie. How's it going, lady? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Thank you very much. Good. So we got this thing now, like that we, you know, we podcast. You and I, you, yeah. we, we podcast. We bonded over it. We bonded over it. So I say. Oh my god, that is so horrible! So horrible! Ding ding! We're just introducing our show. Should we start over? Ding ding! No. Okay. We'll just keep going because right. that's so that's what chicks do. That's what chicks do. Okay. <laughs> no. What? Ding ding! So yeah, so here we are. So we are now podcasting into this new show called She Podcast. She Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Super so, excited. I'm super excited, and you know, so why why are we starting this? I'm gonna throw it and throw the ball on your court, right? Okay. Now. Well, I thought it would be a good idea to start it because, uh, for similar reasons, why I started like a course teaching women to podcast because I feel like there's some barrier to entry for women who are podcasting. I mean, they're starting to do it a little bit more, but for the most part, I just feel like. I don't want to say afraid because women are strong, but I want to say that there is a hesitation, whether it's time, the technology, the, uh, the um, ability to put themselves into what they're going to say week after week after week. And so I wanted to start it to support women podcasters to answer their questions without making them feel like, I don't know, they're going to get some technical answer they don't understand or that their, you know, that their feelings aren't going to be heard. Somewhere they could express themselves and ask us questions and have us dive into topics that, you know, they feel comfortable listening to us enough to hear the answer, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I think that there is, there is a little. You, you thought of the, sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go. I was going to say you thought of the title. So you had already been thinking about it before you and I discussed it. So. What were you thinking was in need? Well, I, I'm, I'm really, I really dig the women that can step out and start to speak out their voices. You know, there's something really amazing when you can be articulate behind the mic or not, you know, even in, in a video format and to create content. Um, I, I find that to be really exciting. And I, I've always been super in love with podcasters. Like I get, I'm a huge fan of podcasters. So I thought, I love the concept of being able to speak specifically to, to women podcasters. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that I really, you know, that I kind of fell in love with the medium was listening to um, Rob Walsh's podcast 411. Back in the day, I used to sit down and I used to, it was sort of like, you know, inside the actor's studio, but for podcasters. And so he had people on all the time and they would come on to talk about just their workflow and who they were as people. 
And I didn't even listen to these people's podcasts. I just thought it was the coolest to hear that these people were creating these amazing pieces of content, you know, audio content on their own. And I thought, how cool would it be to have something like that just for women? Because mm -hmm. it would be, I want to know who these women are. I want to know, because, you know, people's voices sound so different than than what their real life is, if you will. <laughs> I don't know how to you say that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have a voice behind the microphone, and then you have your life at home with your kids or with not your kids or whatever you're doing. And you're, you know, you're going to school, you're recording in your closet, you're <laughs> whatever. And, and I just think it's so intriguing to hear that. And I find that there's so many amazing women that are doing this. And I kind of wanted to, to be able to highlight them. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like to find, you know, to bring them to, to, to the forefront. You know, one thing we didn't discuss is whether or not this show will be explicit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. We, we could, I mean, as long as we, we mark it. Each episode. I, yeah, we could just do each episode. So if yeah. someone says, and then, and then this is an interesting sidebar, but like, what would consider it to be explicit? Sexual content or cursing? And then which curse words? Is it like the George Carlin seven? I believe so. Okay. All right. We'll just go with that. All right. Just I believe it. so. And then perhaps the topic, topic of conversation, if it gets to be super explicit, I mean. Yeah. Well, that'll probably never happen. <laughs> but just in cases, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's I right. Totally, I totally just derailed this episode. I know I'm going. I'm sorry. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I'm having like, when? Who are we going to talk to that we're going to be so explicit <laughs> that we have to put an explicit tag when we're not it, cussing? The answer is me. Yeah. <laughs> that's who. That's who. But no. Um. I mean, I would like the freedom for our guests or whoever to say and and express themselves however they want. But right. you're right. I think it per episode is probably good. Yeah, per episode is good for me. So yeah. you know. Okay. We just have to note it. Cuss word. Curse. Right. Oops. 35 minutes in. This one has an oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So, so how do you think, so what do you think in terms of the, speaking of women podcasters, what do you feel about the, the state of women podcasters right now? Like what's your, your overall sense uh, of it now that you, cause you've started when, how long, when did you start your podcast? Like over a year now, right? Or almost May, May two thousand thirteen. Oh my gosh, you're almost a year old, lovely. I'm almost a year old, and I'm almost at a hundred episodes too. Ooh, Not quite, but I'm a you. Good for you. So um, you've been doing this for like a year. You started, you know, from one one place. Obviously, you're in a completely different position now. Yeah. Um, what What have you seen? What have you seen from like the newbie perspective? Because you're relatively new to the to the whole thing. You know, I'll tell you. Um, as far as like the trends, I have noticed in the past year a lot more women getting into it. Um, I noticed that, you know, I think that also in the last year, um, John Lee Dumas started Podcasters Paradise and he started like a membership for all podcasters to learn and support each other and grow a community. And it, and it has a significant enough amount of women where they're becoming bolder and starting more shows. I also have seen people who aren't in podcasters paradise that I just know that just, I don't know, you know, where or how they got the idea. And I was certainly not purport, you know, to say that it would be me, but just that it's another way of reaching audience in a different way in a cool way, especially if you have an interesting voice, you know, the two people I'm thinking of are um, Faraday danger and Anne Samoylove who actually, coincidentally both sing mm -hmm. 
but they also both have business podcasts and it's probably, you know, they probably are prone to this medium because they already know that they have, you know, silver tongues <laughs> and that they sound good on mic right. and that they enjoy the sound of their voices. And it was easy. For, it was an easy transition from video, which I actually started trying to do a video show and the time it took the editing, the, the hair gel, it was too much. Right. You know, so podcasting is so much easier and faster to get out what you need to say without having to worry about how you look. Absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. um, so I have noticed, especially in the last couple of months, people being more bold. But, you know, the last couple of months was the beginning of the year. So I think a lot of people started theirs in January just to see how it would go. I think there was a big boom. And I'm trying to look in iTunes to see, you know, if I look at like in the new and noteworthy. There was a little while there <clears throat> where I um, very first launched podcasting school and I felt like I almost felt a panic because I was like what am I even doing this for because everyone in new and noteworthy is a woman right. and I was like they don't need me they don't need me you know yes 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 <laughs> but now that now when I'm looking in new and noteworthy the main page um if I do a see all um at one point it was like five women now I would say let's see like one Two, it's still a lot less, three, right. four, but there's more. There's one per row. If you look at all the new and noteworthy, there's at least 10 right now in the top 100, which is cool. That's cool. It's more than before, which before it was like two or three. So right. I'm happy. That makes me happy. That's very awesome. What about you? Because you, you kind of, I mean, through Lipson, you probably have your little fingertip on the pulse of what's going on, right? <laughs> well, you know, what's really interesting is that I, you know, I just, I, I don't really pay attention too much. I used to pay more attention to the shows that were being, because I used to get like a, an email that used to come in every time a new account was added. Imagine the amount of emails I was getting mm -hmm. because um, we were right. prepping uh, some of the apps uh, years ago. And so I could read people's kind of titles and things like that. And I'll go like, oh, so-and-so starting a podcast. Oh, that's really neat. But in all honesty, I didn't know if they were male or female. And that's one of the hardest things. That's why I just reached out to Rob Walsh, you know, the VP of Podcaster Relations over there, so that I could see if there had been any more data gathered in terms of women podcasters. Yeah. And in terms of that, I haven't really, you know, he hasn't updated or anything. And I haven't really seen any actual data. But I do know of more, which was, you know, when I started, there there just weren't. They just weren't any women. Or if there were some, it, it was very a very minute amount, and everybody knew them. And so it was like they were in the big shows, or they were a co-host. Um, there were a few that were that came in from the get go as well that have been doing this for a long time. But it was really just like that core group. And um, as of now, I've seen so many, especially, I don't know if you know about this, um, Jessica, I actually just invited the woman who got this whole thing together. Um, her name is Marina Martinez, mm -hmm. and she's had this, uh, uh, what do you call it, directory called Women in Podcasting, womeninpodcasting.org. And she, I'm not sure she's going to relaunch it or something like that. It's really just a, um, a directory. It's nothing other than that. And when you go over there, all of the podcasts there are all women podcasters. And she has them broken down into like an all-female team and what kind of um, category they go into, whether it's a, you know, mature content, pop culture, arts, recreation, whatever, science and tech, anything like that. They're all in there. And it's really great to see that that's been around for a while and it keeps on growing and growing. Uh, I have seen, you know, there's another, there was another women 
who podcast also directories sort of like this, where there used to be women that um, you, you can kind of join it sort of like, I don't even know if there's anything like this right now. Imagine that it was iTunes without the external like application, that it was basically like a, a web page where you could go to and then all of the podcasts that you saw there were all women. So wow. th- that did come out. Oh. That was out actually a few years ago. And I was really intrigued by that. And I, you know, I, you submit your feed and everything and you are immediately uh, accepted. It's not like it was like any, there was no vetting process. It was like you were a woman, you could go into this directory. And, you know, that disappeared as well for a while. It seems like there has been, a, there's always been a movement and it always loses steam. And I think what the reason is that I think we lose steam podcasting. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's everybody or maybe some just people. The, or maybe just some of those women that were thinking of that as panning out into something else, meaning wanting to make more money off yeah. of that. Yeah. And so when they figured out, oh, this isn't really like getting a woman podcasting directory together wasn't going to generate the income that they thought they would, then they just dropped it. You yeah. know, they, they were like, oh, I'm just not going to follow through. So, you know, um, Derek Halpern is a really good example of that. Like he started a podcast January of 2012 and probably did it twice a month, starts to lose steam in April, does one in June, one in July, then one in November of 2012, one in December. And then 2013, there's like seven of them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then just posted one March 20th and he's already in the top. He's been back in the top 20, but he hasn't, again, hasn't posted in over a month. I think it's just, first of all, maybe he just has the kind of audience where he, he just does what he likes with it. He just posts one whenever he wants and people just listen and that's that. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're not consistent with it, you can't be successful from it. And I mean, that's why, and actually I was, it's funny cause I was just looking, I realized I was looking in video podcast, not audio. So I didn't have the right, when uh-huh. I told you how many there were mm-hmm. and knew and noteworthy, I was kind of wrong, but, um, but like if I look in the what's hot, I see Money Girl, Public Speaker, Amy Porterfield. There's a lot of women who are established that are doing well right now. Susie Orman, although that's not really a podcast, it's sort of just a re it's a radio show that she's publishing as a podcast, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. There's a lot of the bigger names do that all the time. That's kind of awesome. Good for them. Yeah, they just figured out they will just they've been out there for a while though. I have yeah. to say that. Suitcase have- entrepreneur, she is doing well, I think, and yeah, I mean, that's probably smart of them to do that. Absolutely. And you know, it's so funny now that I, I'm, I'm just looking over here when I was telling you about the, the so the directory for the women in podcasting is called, it's it, the, the URL is womeninpodcasting.org. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. It's a very simple site, but it's really great because I d- already discovered like a bunch of, of, of shows that I totally dig. And I love listening to conversations between women. It's like super awesome. And the kind of stuff that's out there is so awesome. But anyway, the other uh, URL is womeninpodcasting.com. Okay. And that is the podcasting directory that I told you about before. And it's still on, but it's, but it's, I think that it has been revamped and I'm not quite sure what the deal is, but there's a ton. There's also a lot more, you know, women podcasts and stuff over there. Now, um, you, you know, when we're talking about Derek Halpern, when you were talking about him doing his thing, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, you see other people have, have the success, right? You see other people talk about this one thing that's making it for them. 
And they're like, oh, well, I want to do that too. And Derek had started at the beginning, and I think Derek did a fantastic – he's got really great conversations. The man, like, knows how to have really cool conversations, and his yeah. podcast is very unique. And it's a it's a very focused interview show. It's not for the mainstream, though. It's not something that's going to, you know, rock everybody's world that's an entrepreneur at all. It's very specific about, like – it's more men- – it's super mental. It's super brainy, and, you know. That's so, good. I know, and I think that the he. I think it still could do well, but not in the way that we are placing success mm-hmm. as getting you know a, like a ten thousand downloads a day. Well, he would get that regardless. He could literally just do fart noises <laughs> in the microphone, and that's what he would get because he's Derek Halpern. Because he's a really good marketer. Because he knows what to do, and he has a huge list. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, but it's like if he tell, of course, if he tells his people he's got a new podcast, they're going to go out um, a new podcast episode. He's gonna, they're going to go out and download it. But I'm, what I'm saying is that you know he's found his niche as well in the videos that he does. He, it's somehow it yes. res, to me his, his doing his little video show is so much more him than the pod. Well, I think the podcast is just a different part of him, and maybe he outgrew it. You know, maybe he outgrew having those conversations. Whereas those snippet video things are just awesome. They are just like totally him. And he's found his groove being his little self. Yeah, <laughs> in the right. Videos. Right. So, and there's something, you know, there's some people who are just really good in video. And he's like one of those people and he's so animated and he's just got so much energy. that It's like, whoa, it's, there's something about the video. True. So... I don't know, but it it depends. I mean, there are a lot of people who podcast, like you know, well, all our ladies that are doing all the entertainment podcasts um, yes. that do seasons. Uh-huh. That's something interesting, you know, that they don't podcast whenever the season's done, or they have to keep the audience engaged when the season is done. So, no, no, it depends. It depends, yo. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So after, in terms of the, so this is something else I wanted to talk about. Why, so is it necessary for us to have this podcast that is for women? Is it necessary? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's necessary. I feel like it gives women confidence to keep doing what they're doing or to start one or to try it. Or to, yeah, I think it's necessary. Do you think it's necessary? Well, I love it. I mean, I think it's great. Now, I'm going to play, like, um, kind of devil's advocate to why not just make it another podcast about podcasting? And, and why does it have to be, like, what is so, why do we have to single out women in the industry? You know, men ask me that all the time, especially about my own podcast, which is just for women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And the answer I give them is, you've got plenty of resources you can go to. Mm -hmm. You've got plenty of places you can ask questions. You've got plenty of people to look up to. You've got plenty of role models. You've got plenty of support. Do women? And if the answer is maybe, then we need to, you know, provide it, I think, a little bit. You know what? I okay. So here, here's something. And I do you know? Um, I'm, I'm sure you do. TV watcher, you. Oh, I'm obsessed. Right, Chicago that. Fire. Have you watched Chicago Fire? I'm not, but I know the show. Okay, 
So I, you know, I don't have a TV. So every time that I watch anything is on my iPhone and I, and they have, you know, the apps for NBC and ABC and that's how I consume my content. So I have recently just, you know, binged on Chicago Fire because there were a ton of episodes and I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just watch this. So in one of the latest episodes that they just had, um, well, the, the kind of part of the storyline was there's, there were a couple of the women who were doing like fire, fire, fire training, you know, two, uh, two women were part of a class and one of them did not make it and the other one did. Right. And so that one girl was sent over to the fire station and she, you know, was so much crap coming her way from every which way, but up, you know, like just everywhere, just, she was just getting reamed. And it was interesting, like towards what, like the main captain kind of saw that she needed help. And he asked another firefighter, he was like, do you, you know, when you were back in school, whatever, did you meet any of female firefighters that you were just like, wow, that woman's awesome. And do you think you can contact them and maybe you, you all can go and have dinner together? And the other guy's like, you want her to have some sort of mentor? And they were like, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting to see that there was a recognition about having her speak to just another person who is of her own sex that is, you know, just has this kind of different, perhaps, I don't know, opinion about the whole process. And it's not so much about, oh, we are different. Oh, we can't do what guys can do. You know, it's not even that. It's just that, just like you say, it's a resource. It's another form of perhaps, you know what I love? I love, yeah, absolutely. I love what you said in the Facebook group, in the Women in Podcasting Facebook group, which everybody should join. That yeah. is a woman. Google Women Who Podcast. Women yeah. Who Podcast Facebook group. And please join. Yeah. And please join. Uh, because you described it very well there because it's it was so – will you say that oh, – what? Oh, let me see. I have it right over here. Yeah, because I don't remember. It says, I want this to be a group of as many ladies as possible who are willing to help each other out. And yeah. it's that simple. I mean, yeah. it's that simple because – Sometimes you're right. It's so much, it, there's a little, it's a little bit harder sometimes to ask when you don't feel quite as comfortable with somebody else. Um, in terms of the tech stuff, at least in a public setting, I know that I have not participated in certain forums because I feel like I have nothing to add. <laughs> I'm like, somebody else can do this better, much better than I can. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Whereas, and, and, and I feel that it's, it's okay to be asking the questions that I want to ask in this forum. It, it makes me feel like I can, I can do it more, you know? Well, like, like something we were talking about before we started the show, asking for reviews. Right. I mean, and I'm a member of Podcasters Paradise and John's little book, his little $5 ebook, that's how I learned how to podcast. Right. I, I downloaded it. I figured it out, whatever. So, and I respect John. He's been on my show. I think he's a great podcaster. But I don't want to post should I ask for reviews in there because I'm going to get bombarded with a million men saying, you're leaving money on the table. Stop worrying about this. Why do you care what people think? You know, but it's something that in a women's group, they'll right. find a nice way of not sounding like a tool bag, which is what I want. You know, whereas men are less concerned. They don't think about, right. maybe some of them do. Most of them, I think, don't. And not even to be sexist or anything like that it's not that i don't want to support men of course i do and i have lovely male podcaster friends and i i don't mind working with men and learning from them and masterminding with them or anything it's really just about 
the certain things you just don't want to ask in a, in a, like a, you know, I sort of liken it to, um, SNL, Jimmy Fallon used to do this character where you would ask him for tech help and he would go, <sighs> move and like make you move out of your chair. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's how, I don't want to feel that way in a group. And so that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's a perfect example of why we want this podcast. Cause I don't ever want anyone to make me feel like, duh. Right. I don't want that. I don't deserve that. And and some women, no matter what, are going to feel that just because of their own insecurity, mm-hmm. not for any reason like that they are stupid or deserve it, you know, right. but just because they just feel like they're not tech smart and men are going to make fun, you know, just whatever, take advantage of her, make fun of her. So, yeah, no, I, I like that. And I think that that is, and, and plus there are certain uh, conversations that I think that are, are best had by us about, about podcast the podcasting industry perhaps seeing it from a different perspective because as of right now i mean i've seen you know um well you have your podcasting thingy majigger your your i'm sorry to say thingy majigger your course <laughs> i'm like you know yeah, that little thing that yeah. little thing that you have now yeah <laughs> you have your podcasting yeah. for women course yeah. uh which is awesome and then chris gilbertson also has one of those um oh, but yeah. i'm not sure i think she partners um, I'm not sure if she does it on her own, but I know that she, she, I don't know if she now has a partner, but there's still something about that. But you are the only one that's focusing on women. You I don't, know? yeah, hers doesn't focus on women. And also from what I hear, it ends at launch where my, mine goes through promotion and business model. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, so that, that's, that's really, really different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a, a, another thing. And then, but you're focusing on on women where I'm saying that because there yeah, are, yeah. there are other people who are doing podcasting as well, you know, podcasting school stuff and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that, but they're mainly male again. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are heavy on the tech side, the, yeah. the male models where there is, and then, and, and, you know, lots of power to them because I, I, I still am diving into that tech side where you do get to know a lot more of the, you know, nuts and bolts of the stuff that the thing. Yeah, are, you're more, you know. you're, when it comes to podcasting, and I don't say this often, you're more techie than me. <laughs> I keep things really simple. I try not to get, you know, but because of that, I don't know as much as you as far as the tech side. Now, any other aspect of online entrepreneurialism, right? I feel like I could out tech anybody any day of the week. But when it comes to this one thing, I just wanted to get it up and I didn't want it to be complicated but because of that I'm also more of a video person and grew up learning and watching and studying video and so I know how to edit I'm much better at Final Cut Pro than I am at GarageBand right which yeah. is silly because I have a podcast but I've just well actually I'm not getting so bad at, at GarageBand it's the terminology I'm not as keen on the audio mega hurt hurts or hurts or whatever yeah. <laughs> no it's true it's true and I think that that well that's what I'm saying that the I think that the male side has a little bit more of that stuff and it's less, um, how would I yeah. say it? Like, even with the website stuff, there's a lot of give and take. Like, even us as women in terms of, like, WordPress plugins and, you know, I don't know, anything, any other little app that we could wear. Like, there's, if you ask a question, you'll always get, um, in terms of those kinds of tech, a bunch of different answers. Like, I use this plugin. Oh, I use this plugin. You know, there's a lot of different people who are trying out different stuff. But if you ask a tech question about podcasts, uh, about podcast gear, in terms, in, in a, you know, in a group setting that is mainly female, more likely than not, you will either get no answers or one answer. Like, 
this microphone, <laughs> you know? yeah, because right. because of the fact that there is, I feel, and this is a total opinion, I feel that the ability for us to play with the tools isn't as exciting as it is for men. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that like, you know, playing with the different microphones and testing different microphones and testing different kinds of mixers and, and figuring out which, you know, what voice is more hot and where the noise is coming from. Like that's fun for some people. Well, and like, it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, it's kind of like fixing a car. Not, again, not to be sexist, and it's not. I'm not trying to like to bring things. In. I'm just uh, saying that, that I know we're digging. Digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. And so, but what all I'm saying is that it's a different part of your brain. And there are some of us like I actually do love to do that. I'm just. I'm just saying. I actually really do love to do that. If I had it, if I could, I would be asking for people to send me microphones so that I could review them. I would be touching stuff a lot more, like more, you know, audio recorders. I want to know more. I want to test out different audio uh, and different recording things instead of sticking to the one thing that works because I just want to play with it. Yeah. The problem is that I don't have the time to do that. Who does? Well, so true. Well, you know, I actually don't have the time, and but I would love to do it. I mean, it's just it's so fun for me. Yeah, I really, it is fun. I think it's fun too. So I don't know. I think that we should get more brave, and people should test things out a lot more. We should all get paid for with sponsors so that we have the time for that. Is really the truth. That's the truth. We can get and but you know here. Okay, so and, and then we probably this is going to be another conversation at some point. But here's the thing: what about? When you get a sponsor, then you can, do you feel that that somehow hinders your ability to be honest? No. So let's say. Because I'm me. <laughs> I know you are, love. I know you are. But think about it like from this perspective. Because I hear a lot of, you know, there's a lot of software that I've purchased because um, of podcasts. A lot. I mean, I've spent thousands of dollars because podcasters have said this is the way to go. So get this. What if Squarespace is our sponsor, or what if um, one of my fail like one of my like one password the the, po- the folks that have one password, which is a Mac app that you know is a password protector thing. Um, what if those are our podcast our our sponsors, and we are talking about the Heartbleed bug, and you know we feel that maybe LastPass is a better option, even though you know what for whatever reason, but we can't really say that because one password is our sponsor. For that show. I mean, you can't take a sponsor that's going to reverse your credibility. So, like, a perfect example is, like, 99designs. I see a lot of podcast entrepreneurs that have 99designs as their sponsor. And honestly, I sort of feel like they could pay me a million dollars and I couldn't take them as a sponsor because I don't believe in $99 logos. Right. I'm a designer. They mm-hmm. should cost $500. And the things that I've seen come out of 99designs make me cry a little. They're <laughs> not good. I don't think they're that good. Right. And so because of that, I mean, like, I would, cry, of course, I would cry saying no to a million dollars, but I don't think I could take them. And that's not to say that, you know, one pass, if you think last pass is a better solution for any reason, you can't take that sponsor. Do you know what I mean? Like you just can't, you can't. So if even if it, because I mean, those are the people that are out there. I actually use one password and that's who I use. So I, I would take that sponsor. Right. And but, if you and I were partners and you love 99designs and I don't like them that much, 
take this. I mean, you know, for this show, we could take. I'm just saying right. they need to know that once in a while, I'll probably say, uh, well, maybe a designer would be better. Right. Because I probably would. Right. And <laughs> see, know? I think that in terms of like the tech industry, that's what I've seen. It's like it's super hard to get gear, you know, like that for you to review or to think, do things like Squarespace, which I, I personally love. But I don't feel that it's the solution for everybody. You know what I mean? Even though, and then so we would have to be selling Squarespace every single time, even though perhaps for some people, WordPress or whatever else they want to choose might yeah, I be the answer. I could take Squarespace. I could never take Squarespace as a as a never. I could never take them as a because if because I stopped designing and everything else. I think Squarespace. I think everything else is not flexible enough, and I think it's not. Um, client friendly enough to use. I can't, I could never take them as a sponsor. Right. But, but I'm, but you're very specific. That's your business or it was. Right. But, but do I care about Hanes t-shirts over? No. In that case, give me the Hanes and I'll tell <laughs> Fruit of the Loom to pound salt. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with never mentioning Fruit of the Loom ever again. I'm Hanes girl for forevermore. But for business stuff, I can't, I just would, it would lose, make me lose my, not industrial, what's the word? My professional integrity. Right. Because of those, because of those things. See, this is why I've been, this is why I've been kind of thinking about, because I've been thinking about the sponsor, the the sponsorship model for my project that I'm kind of still in production of trying to get it out and all that stuff. And so I don't, because of what I'm talking to you about right now, it's one of the reasons that I thought, like, I can't, I cannot take these, these sponsorships because, that I will be talking about these things. These well, are the things that I want to be talking. But so then I thought I will make partnerships with with people who like more like um, clothing, like, like you were talking about, more with clothing companies, more with um, like um, uh, beauty product companies that I have my eye on specifically, mm-hmm. because my audience. Is going to love those things, even though my podcast right. is not going to be about clothing or beauty products. Does now that see, make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. And here's where it gets hairy too: is like I have an affiliate link for Bluehost, but I only use Dreamhost, and I've been there, I've been there, clients for like uh, nine years, I think. Right. But some people have a preference. Why shouldn't I? You know, if I've referred them. I know how to use it. It's not the worst thing that ever happened to a website, but it's just not my fave. Right. So would I use them as an affiliate or not? Like some people would be like, if you do, you're a cheesehead. But if I don't, I mean, but if I make a list of resources and that's not on it, that also looks fishy because obviously it's a resource. Right. You know that I've seen people do like total negative reviews about stuff and then put an affiliate link for them. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Because sometimes people will sign up just to see why you hate it. I know. That's very, I mean, that's cheesy, but it's smart. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I couldn't do it. But it's just like so funny that like, I hate this, but hey, I'll get a kickback if you buy it. I mean, if yeah, I mean, why not? At least they've been honest about how they feel about it. Yep, that's as true. As, and as I long think- as they've been honest about the fact that they're going to get money too, then go for it. Yeah. I, I think it was like, yeah, I saw, I, guess. I think I, I forgot what review it was. And I remember that the only reason that I knew this is because it's because I saw, like I saw, he said like, Oh yeah. And I hate this whole thing about the, I don't even remember what it was. And then at the bottom it said, and this is my affiliate link. 
<laughs> in case you want to buy it, you fool. And it was totally, totally off the cuff. Like it was, it was super honest. It wasn't it's like crazy. And I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's like the smartest thing I ever heard. <laughs> And so I thought, like, wow, that's really cool. Imagine how much Coca-Cola Howard Stern would sell. Oh, man. He talked about how much he hated Coca-Cola. I mean, he would. they should pay him for that. Yeah, you know what? People are crazy. You're totally right. They'll be like, I'll just buy it because she hates it or he or, hates it. Right, right. Because he, right. Just to see why it's horrible. Right. Or why it's so bothersome. I mean, if somebody is that passionate about hating something, don't you get curious? Absolutely. Yeah. You kind of want to know why, right? Yeah. And are they crazy or not? But you know what's even funnier is when you know that somebody hates it that much and you totally like it and you're like, you are crazy. (laughs) It just makes you want to go get it more. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the thing is that, like, if you have a strong opinion, that strong of opinion about a business service, you do not have enough stuff to do. Yeah. That's what I think. I mean, like, with the hosting stuff, HostGator, Bluehost, DreamHost. I like DreamHost because their emails are funny, because they very rarely crap out on me, and because their customer service is really good, and all the people speak English, and they can usually fix my problem. Whereas when I use Bluehost, hmm. they usually cannot fix my problem. They usually have no idea how to fix the problem. Hmm. They're not really that techy. The people on the front lines are not the same people as the people who are going to fix your stuff. It's very frustrating as a client. Whatever. People have, you know... Yet, there's so many Bluehost affiliates, and it's kind of like Aweber. I don't think that's the best product, but I think one who decided it was good, and then everybody followed them. Right. It's not that good. It's meh. Well, I think, you know, in, in all honesty, I think the Bluehost thing has to do with the affiliate program or whatever. I think it's they, they pay out pretty smart. well. It's just that they pay out a lot of money. Mm. I don't know exactly how much, but I think that you can call them up and you can negotiate deals with them. Mm-hmm. Is my take on it, especially with a couple people that I know that they have some pretty decent, decent kickbacks. Like it's not like, hey, fifteen dollars a sign up, you know? It's like, it's like more. <laughs> yeah, I get a, I get something. I mean, yeah, DreamHost is a good referral program too. It's like a hundred dollars if somebody signs up under me for like two years. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But so. um. But yeah, you're right. It does. I'm sure a lot of it does depend on the affiliate, and a lot of it probably depends on who they use. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's who I use. But uh, I think it just depends. But we're we totally got off topic again. Dude, we totally got off topic. We're talking Sorry. affiliates on all this stuff. So you know, we always get off topic. So what do you want to do now, Missy? Because now we're up to a pretty decent amount of time. Do you think that we should say goodbye and say talk goodbye about and talk? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So I know now this is when, how are people going to give us feedback? We haven't discussed this. Okay. So if you want to give us feedback. Do you want to do like a, should we set up an email? Just a specific feedback email um, at this moment, maybe. Okay. Feedback at shepodcast.com, maybe. Feedback, yes. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Also, you can visit ShePodcast.com and comment on this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, and let us know what you think. And then if you uh, – you know what we else haven't discussed? If this will have its own community or – I mean, obviously, we'll have a Facebook page. And you can certainly comment on the ShePodcast Facebook page. 
Um, will we have our own little community where people can t- like kind of like a Facebook group, like Women Who Podcast, or should we just send them to Women Who Podcast? I think Women Who ho- Who Podcast would be good. They're okay. already there. <laughs> They're already there. Okay, so then yeah, why not? Why not I grow that? Change the name of that. Women Who oh. Women Who Podcast. You just call it She Podcast. She po- Hey, why not? Oh, can you? I don't know I'm, if you can I'm change the name out. on Facebook groups. I'm going to find out right now as we're talking live about yeah, it. I As don't... a matter of fact, I can. Oh, my God. Well, then maybe you should do that. I'm doing it as we're talking. It's done. Nice. That, that's the name of the group. She, wait. <laughs> it says my changes have been saved, but let me see what happens when I refresh. It's done. Ooh, ooh. Fancy okay. pants. So visit the group She Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is just type it into Facebook. It's a closed group, but Elsie and I will let you in. Yes. If you're nice. If you're nice, of course. As always. Sure you are. Sure you are. So feedback at shepodcast.com, or you can comment there, or you can um, leave uh, feedback on the blog post for this thing. Yes, please do. We would love to hear from you. We're going to hear a lot from you guys coming up because you're a big part of the show. Yes. Thank you for listening. You are so welcome. And we'll find out why you, she podcast, next. You know what's funny? What? I said thank you for listening and else you went, you're welcome. (laughs)